You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. We're fighting with the camera here. Welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. For those of you who are watching the live stream video, or maybe the video will be up on YouTube later, you know that what we were doing was adjusting the camera to make sure that we got our guest. And boy, do we have a guest for you today here. This is podcast episode number 1,165. Thinking outside the box is number one when it comes to innovation and creative thinking. And that's why the team behind Device Interactives, their creatives and explorers, help solve problems and strategize around your needs to bring enormous results. And I know it's true because it's right here on my script. It mm. says enormous results. And we have their founder, Dalip Jaggi, here. Thank you to come back. You're a re- reoccurring guest on Critical Mass Radio Show and oh. Podcast. So nice to have you back. Thank you for having me. I love coming here yeah, and talking well. with you. So let's let's set the context for the audience of business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Interesting story, kind of how you got to where you are today, because you weren't always with Device Interactive. You had, we, sure. matter of fact, when you were on the show the last time, it was a different incarnation of you. So give us an update, <laughs> my friend. Sure. So, I mean, pretty much my background, it's actually quite simple. I've been programming since the age of 15. So picture me like in high school, just like always in my room learning new things. And so just started learning how to program. And then kind of like in college, people just want to hire me to develop. And that sort of grew, grew more than my two hands. Mm-hmm. Started saying, okay, how do I actually accomplish all this work? Didn't know what I was doing. Hired like a part-timer. And then soon enough, it started becoming to an agency. And then my passion has always been like that creative and development, sort of like what at the crossroads between those. Right. And then so Devise Interactive was born, and we kind of set this mission to say, hey, we want to help with like early stage innovations and partner up with them to make sure that they could build their ideas and help them go to market. Okay, so you said something there which was specific. You said early stage innovators. Is that what I heard you say? Early stage innovations. Okay, what's that mean? So what I mean is it's, it's, a, it's a company that I have an idea. You know, it's kind of X and Y. But I don't know where I want to go with it, or like okay. what what the process is in terms of maybe building the product, or even like gain, gaining some traction out of it. And so that's sort of like what we have sort of doubled down to focus on is like looking for those like early stage innovations because we have a set process okay. that we take them through. And so it's like a, it's like actually think of it like a set curriculum. So we have a set curriculum that we take them through to say, okay, this is how we're going to ideate. This is how we're going to understand your business goals and kind of like here here are the steps to show you that path to the next step. Okay. And so we kind of found out by working from like you know, big companies to middle-sized companies to even like the, the startups that where we actually, the passion lies is in that fancy word, early stage innovations. Okay. <laughs> and so those can occur in all size companies. Is that what I'm hearing you say? It actually can. Yeah. When you, we, I think you automatically think like startup or mm-hmm. new idea, but I found that a lot of my clients are like CEOs at very successful companies that tend to find like, I know a way to diversify my product line or how to disrupt my industry. And so they're coming up with new products and they have an idea. Okay. So that's an early stage innovation. So, so and it seems like to me the leap, that those have to go through a different process than the line extension, the normal evolution of a company. You, you know, I mean, you almost have to come outside of yourself to be able to really make a disruptive difference. Is it's that very true? holistic in the terms of, I, I think... The idea is like, so where companies have a solutions first mindset, like, okay, we need to solve X, we need to solve Y. When you're ideating a new idea, mm-hmm. it's not so linear. I go from here to here. You need to kind of like think of all the different like 
set branches of like your organization and what do your users really need so that's why we create that curriculum to provide that like full like 360 view so okay. then we can sort of like have this roadmap to develop alongside with well it would seem too that if the if the innovation is disruptive to your marketplace it might be disruptive to your own business which might be hard to get launched inside the company <laughs> when people have vested interests. Sometimes well. that could be the case. Yeah, sometimes like I want to get myself out of business, but this is the new business <laughs> I want to go into. Right. And so. because I don't like that future, so <laughs> I'm not too keen on working on that. So, sure. how did you develop the curriculum? Uh, honestly, kinesthetically, through like the last few years, it just kind of like said like, oh, whoa, this actually fits, this sort of process like fits for these like sort of clients, like different exercises. Uh -huh. And so we started coming up with these different curriculums. So like whether like you're, you're like, some people have this idea like, I want to develop this for this, right? And so it's just kind of like a napkin idea, like there's not any substance there. Okay, we need to ideate. So how do you ideate in like a more formal process? We developed a curriculum around that. Okay. But some people already are like a little bit further along. They kind of already connected the dots and mm -hmm. kind of know the whys. So then we kind of have a different curriculum, which is more like product development. Okay, then let's talk about the product and go from there. So so what role do you and your creators play in their development? Are you, uh, Take me through that. Who, who would hire you and how would they hire you? Okay, so someone, um, let's say CEO of like an escrow company, which is current right now, has this, has this thought process of like, if I develop this product, this will make me more efficient, this would disrupt my industry, but kind of just knows that, right? His team is focused like in the business, right. and he's kind of focused on the business. So like... He would come to us and say, I kind of have this idea. How do we go from there? My team would then facilitate on the front end to ideate for at least like a couple of weeks, usually like two months. And then afterwards, we kind of like already have like, similar to how you have a blueprint to a house, mm -hmm. we kind of understand like, okay, these are all the wireframes, these are all the tech stacks, this is the architecture. And then we would help with the production side of it. Okay. So on both sides of the fence, whether it's from the ideation and the facilitating of workshops, to then the production as well. And the final outcome of the product and the process is? It will be, usually it's a piece of software. So okay. then it's like the code base, it's the documents, it's the whole strategy of like why this product exists. Okay. And now like we're not really a marketing firm, but like now it's, we can help and hopefully we can aid, but then now execution will be sort of the next step. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're taking them truly from a good idea or a solid thought into a product plan. Is that fair to say that is completely fair to say and it also a good idea but also understanding their like differentiator their white space like why is this a good idea and giving substance around that too is that a frustrating process for some people to go through with you it can be okay because i felt a little frustrated just when you said that i'm like oh man we gotta i gotta no i'm in a good way but i mean you have to think that hard right i mean i think you have to think that hard in the front end to right. be able to Articulate it, or else you might spend a lot of money on it. Well, I think it's. I think going back to what I said before, like the solutions first mindset, it's very yeah. easy. Like, let's say you know you had a good idea, and I go, "Cool, like it's a fantastic idea. Let's build it." And you then now we're processing checks. And, like, <laughs> everything's groovy. Yeah. Right. But I think like having this more formal process is like um like I'm not. I'm here to as a consultant. I'm here to advise. So yes. like. It's very important to find that differentiator and like to and make sure like this is something that's like worth pursuing because we're investing our time as well. Mm -hmm. And so now we're both in it together to help you build that, right? right. So it can be frustrating because it could be a, a reality check. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right, because sometimes there's no one to check the reality of the leader of the company if they have a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and, and so that's valuable. I think you might not have ever had this happen, but I would imagine that some others might have come, some of the companies who might do something similar to you, the idea that the that the company brought to you, the client, doesn't hold up. It doesn't, know? and actually that happens more than you would think. Okay. Like 60, 70% of the time, we go through, 
And then, you know, we have to tell them, you know what, like, this isn't something that we would pursue, but we don't want to just leave them there. Like, here are some other individuals that you could work with. And just, and that's just because, like, viability is a question. And we're like, we don't have everything answered on why this is really a good fit. Right. Yeah. Because just because you think it's a good idea doesn't mm -hmm. mean the marketplace is going to think it's a good yeah. idea. There's timing, there's marketplace, is there demand for it? There's, there's a lot of questions that come into play. Right. And so, with that, like, we're not in the quantity game. You know, we're just looking for, like, a couple solid early stage innovations. Okay, because <laughs> you know we we always think disruptive influence and disruption in an organ in in an industry it always works. But there are a lot of false starts, right? P false positives on this. Oh, I think I can disrupt this industry. What? Well, no, mm -hmm. you really can't. Totally. You, at least not with that idea. You're not going to, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And 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 again, I'm coming back to organizations because I work with CEOs of companies. It's hard many times for their organization, their people to tell them, boss. I think we're missing something here, especially when it was your idea, boss. You right. know? So right. having an outside firm who's ex who's experienced in this way, who can actually vet it in an early stage, mm -hmm. that's the time you want to know if it's worth putting the big bucks behind it that you're going to have to launch this idea. Right? And I think a lot of times before you even get there, you, you don't need to spend a lot of dollars just building the product, which I think a lot of people think you need to do. You just need to create the space for that critical thinking. Okay. Okay. Like where where is the market right now? What does our research tell us? Have some data that speaks to those like ideas that you have, and then even go even a little bit further in terms of like maybe some competitor research, maybe identifying who our users are and their personas. You know, so yes. like, defining that a little bit further just helps provide clarity in terms of just to leverage, just to challenge your thoughts and ideas, right. I think. And that's the time to do it. Um, Michael Houlihan, who is one of the co-founders of Barefoot Wine. cool last name. Right. <laughs> one of the co-founders of Barefoot Wine said, strategy development is like cement. When it's fresh, you can move it with a trial. Mm -hmm. But strategy development like cement, once it's hardened, you need a jackhammer mm. to change it. Mm. Right. So I, I think great analogy. Right. And I think what you're doing is you're moving it with a trial. Because I would have to think some people have come to you with an idea and through the process and the curriculum, you might point them in a slightly, hey, this is good, but did you look to the left or to the right a little bit? Does oh, that absolutely. ever happen? Oh, we call them little micro like epiphanies. Like, <laughs> oh, I never would have thought about that. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think when you create that space of just thinking to look to the left, to look to the right, to look all around, I think you, I think you find that uh, more times than some that you would be like, oh, okay, I did not see everything because you only know what you know right you don't know what you don't know you don't know what you don't know exactly and before you go charging off to take that hill it's kind of good to know everything about that environment exactly so, so is this rewarding for you to do i that? love it the, the passion between uh new ideas and just like ideating i i find a lot of love in that um I really find, like, through building my firm, that's, like, where my passion actually lives. Okay. So, so you've been able to live your passion by creating a business that pays your bills and helps you to feed people and employ people as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Isn't so, that cool? <laughs> it is pretty rewarding. Right. Did, and you've iterated at this to, to really kind of end up where you are now, right? Yeah, it went through its journey. I think any business, I mean, when we first started off, it was kind of like, okay, any business is a good business, so we just accept it, right? And then through that, we we're like, okay, we should, you know, a lot of our clients wanted marketing, so then we dabbled in marketing a little bit. And realize that's not really our core discipline <laughs> so then we kind of pulled back a little bit yeah. and then so we were kind of like at the face of these like at this fork which was like we can like double our staff and like just focus on like revenue growth but now i kind of like want to like eh, let's not do that let's actually focus on just like a couple clients and there's a couple projects that we could partner up with and i feel that's how we'll make an impact into our our 
the projects that we're working on. Are these are you are you is your niche technology companies who have an idea for disruption? It is. Okay. Oh it, no, I wouldn't say it's only technology companies. Like okay. some of them come from like you know industries that are in the medieval times, like real estate, right? Like there's a lot of like disruption that could be done there. A lot of ideas, especially where we live here in Orange County. So it it's not only but it's usually tech focused ideas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Inside the industry. Yeah. Exactly. So your earlier example of a loan mortgage company—they're—they're they're not a technology company, but they have a platform of technology. They may need. Yeah. So that usually the ideas are tech-centric. Okay. Yeah. So any company has a tech-centric idea you could work with if if it kind Potentially. Of fits your model. Yeah. Fits exactly. your model, right? Yeah. 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 yeah well, it's a it's a combination. You got to want to get excited about what they're doing, and they got to feel like you can help them. Yeah. We got to jive. You know. You right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a relationship. We're dancing. <laughs> okay. So. What is it that is the secret sauce for working with you? You know, we kind of talked about you, but your team. What is it? There must be others that could help them in the oh, space for sure. like you. I, mean, I would say it's quite saturated when you think about builders in general. I think it's personality and process. So if we have a very defined process, the curriculums that I've talked about. So when they're working with us, they're going through a very formulated process that allows for ideas to flow through okay. and allows for a more um, a way of thinking in terms of like how we're going to build this. Then when it comes to the production is that we actually want to come in as a partner truly a partner that we hope that like i think a lot of these like other firms want to like put a retainer and keep you ongoing we actually hope that like the same way that like you know your kid goes to college and like kind of moves on like we hope that you <laughs> move on like you know you build out internal teams like okay. you, we were a pit stop on your journey of growth well that is different yeah so like we were like that like, and we hope that through us that like, you see that path clear so like we we i mean as weird as it, it may be like i hope that you're not a client two years from now like i hope that you've we've you've improved the level of sophistication you built out internal teams and we've helped alongside that uh-huh. but you're not like you've grown to the next step well that is that is truly a differentiator because you're right i think a lot of companies try to build in the retainer everything we do is to try to keep you dependent on us in the exactly. future because now that we have you we don't want to lose you because if we lose you we have to replace you and that's a lot of uh, hard work 100 percent. so we don't do any retainers it's, it's not it's, we don't, it's, it is project based which can be frustrating at times but at the same token it's like we don't we want to truly position ourselves as a consultancy okay so like how do people find you then i mean obviously here at critical mass radio show and podcast is well, one after way, i leave this room <laughs> i'm like I'm like line oh. up yeah right so just hold on ladies and gentlemen don't be calling him until he's done with the show <laughs> i don't want him distracted no but really how, is it referral partners is it it's all, it's referral partners not really set marketing because it is somewhat of an at least in my experience it's very hard to market um like an agency just in general but it's it's being proactive in our community so it's kind of like making partnerships with vc firms you know i'm a uh, and mentor at the cal state fullerton incubator program okay. and at uci so things like that you know just being active in your community i felt like has not only allowed myself to give back to our own backyard but like allows for people to find me know me and be able to make referrals is this a good community for the kind of work that you want to do it's growing you know i definitely think like as la has grown with like silicon beach i think you know housing market's getting a little bit crazy over there and i think people are going to want to come down south a little bit to orange county at least in the last like one to two years i would say the tech industry we've always been tech focused but more like semiconductors and things along those lines right but i think yeah you know what i mean but i feel um like software and just like overall tech like from vr to ar is Mm. growing rapidly okay i think some of the other industries that Orange County is known for, like real estate, like we have a couple of real estate companies in our in our portfolio that we develop tech for, which is really disruptive. What about healthcare? Because we have a good footprint for healthcare. We do have a good foot for healthcare, but I've not been able to okay. um, penetrate, I suppose, that industry until today. <laughs> yeah. 
Call me. This is the tipping point. <laughs> you could be the first. Boy, that would be awesome. So that would be great. How, how many people from your clients do you work with? I mean, this sounds like this is a CEO-led, this is a top-down kind of initiative. But how much, and when it works well, how integrated, integrated with their people do you need to become? Very integrated. We almost become like, the, 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 the process is very like you're with us because you're going through these different workshops. Right. But the only way we go through is if it's like the C-level people are involved. Yeah, in totally the at the top, right? Yeah, totally. Like, otherwise, it just, we're not getting the real information. It gets like, you know, a little bit of telephone. Never really works that well. So it's super involved, super engaged. Um, and, and some people who just want more like, set it and forget it like they're kind of doing their work like we're, we're not made like that we're very we're humanistic like we gotta like okay. talk and collaborate alright so so they have to be willing to partner with you through this process yeah absolutely okay and can you figure that out pretty early in conversations with people I mean have you sat down with somebody and gone well you we know, lay out the I expectations you. you know what I mean but um, yeah if we if we're unable to a little bit busy like it's all about priorities and if this isn't like the top of the priority like we know like okay you know what Maybe this, it's not the right time for us to move forward together. Because I could see how some of these projects wouldn't get come to fruition, maybe because they weren't serious about it to begin with. Yes, that happens. And so we and 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 we've created a lot of applications that never made it into the marketplace in the last five years. And so that's where like we're putting up a gate in terms of okay, like okay. how do we? Because we we don't want to put in the effort. You know, you got the check, it paid the bills, but like the the financials are a renewable resource. That time. You know, we want to write a line of code and know that that's going into that's going to be executed, right? Right. So, so what's the future hold for us? Where are you going? I I just want to find those early stage innovations and just partner up with them. Okay. I think um, for us specifically, it's going to be more local involvement. You know, uh, creating a lot more content around like startups and ways to educate people. You know, through online to help them with their ideas. So some of these exercises that we've created, like maybe even like releasing them, mm. so stuff like that. Mm. Just we just want to be like this focal point for like these like for these new sort of startups that can like help ideate, but also even after like they outgrow us, we can help them with funding. So that's kind of like what the future uh, okay. of device sort of looks okay. like. Okay, so you got an ecosystem that you're building here. We're really of. yeah. It's a, I'm very glad you said that word because with like our sort of like brainstorm meetings like with my team like that's what we're calling it like we have an ecosystem of whether it's like from talent to builders to actual like v advisory people uh, on our advisory board like VC firms and angels mm -hmm. so like we're definitely creating this ecosystem okay. but again you don't have to be an early stage technology company to want to work with your firm right? Did no we? You just have, but you have to have an idea <laughs> well yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. well good luck with that that's the hard <laughs> part right? actually the ideas aren't always the hard part it's all the work that comes after the idea yeah. that is the effort you know I would say the hard part is execution. Yes. I mean, I can build a hundred apps, like no problem. Just lock myself in a room and do it. But getting a million people to download something, <laughs> woo! Right? Right? <laughs> that's that's your job. All right. So if someone would like to learn more about Device Interactive, how do they find you online, my friend? Um, our website's device, D-E-V-I-S-E, interactive.com. And then Device Interactive is our social from like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and they always look me up and just ping me on LinkedIn. That'd and be if they place. want to look you up, how do they spell your name? Oh, Dalip is D-A-L-I-P. P as in Peter, and then Jaggy, J-A-G-G-I. And you just look me up on LinkedIn. You'll find him. Well, it's nice to have you back on the program, my friend. It's good to see you. Pleasure. Continued success. I've enjoyed this conversation Thank you today. so much. Thanks me for too. being a part of the Critical Mass community. Oh, thank you so much. Pleasure. All right. And I'd like to thank our engineer, none other than Mr. Paul Roberts, and our three producers without whom we could not do this show each week, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, let's start on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. 
You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 